Welcome to the Refs Need Love 2 podcast, a show that gives you a real, raw, and behind-the-scenes view of one of the hardest jobs on the pitch, the referee. I'm your host, David Gerson, a grassroots referee with seven years of experience and over a thousand matches under my belt. You can find me at refsneedlove2.com and on TikTok. In today's episode, I'll be sending a message to parents. Simply put, please shut up. You aren't helping. You are actually hurting the players and referees' development and thwarting your coach's efforts if you're constantly yelling at your child or the referee during the match. We're going to explore that today and talk about what would be helpful if you are going to be talking to your players during a match. Dear parents, please shut up. Kids, if you're listening to this and your parents come to the games, please send this to them so they know how to behave the next time they come to one of your matches, whether it's soccer or any other sporting event. Parents, if you're yelling at your kids, you're not helping them. Yelling, pass, shoot, switch, run, or any other coaching from the sideline is not helping. As a matter of fact, you're actually damaging your child and their future development. First and foremost, they should be listening to their coach. Now, maybe your coach is quiet, but hopefully they're attending practice and your coach has told them how they want them to play. Do they want them to play out from the back? Do they want them to play it to the wings? Do they want them to do quick switches? What do they want to do? They want balls into the feet? Do they want balls over the top? That is who should be telling them how to play. And for those children, if they've done that at practice and they've learned how to play, then they should be able to think for themselves when they're actually on the pitch. Quite honestly, if you're playing a high level of soccer or basketball or whatever sport, you should probably know what you're going to do with the ball before you even receive the ball. So someone screaming at you to pass, shoot, switch, turn, dribble, whatever, once you've already received the ball is probably just confusing the player and slowing them down from doing what they think they actually need to do. But on that, if you're making decisions for your child, you're damaging their soccer IQ. If they're actually listening to you, which they're probably trying not to, that's a problem. The number one thing college coaches or scouts are looking for when they look at players is do they think that they understand the game? You know, do they understand when to attack? Do they understand when to play back? Um, are they willing to make a mistake? You know, they're going to try something new. That is what, you know, higher level scouts and coaches are looking for. If you're yelling at them and telling them what to do, you're not encouraging them. You're wearing them out. They don't want to hear from you. And it's going to create a toxic environment. I was actually assistant referee of a game a few weeks ago where the parents were screaming at their 13-year-old children. This was a high-level academy game. And the parents were yelling at their kids, telling them what to do every single time they touched the ball. And this 12-year-old child, it's U13, so I assume 12 or 13, literally turns and in the middle of a match in front of 100 people sitting on the silence, screams, shut up, shut up. And the parents were acting like they were being disrespected and they kind of laughed it off, but they were kind of angry too. I mean, imagine this child, you know, they're sending them to this high level academy. They're going to practice, you know, three, four, five days a week. They're playing these high level games. They're traveling all over the country for these games. And yet, 
and, and they've got these impressive coaches, and yet they still have their parents yelling at them every single time they touch the ball. And the kids are upset, they're frustrated, and they're yelling at their parents in the middle of the game. They're complaining to the referee because that's what the parents are demonstrating. They yell at every call as well. They're yelling at their other teammates. You're not teaching your child the right behaviors. And on that for the referee, if there is a call that you don't agree with, do you think it's wise to then yell at the referee and voice your displeasure? Or should we be teaching the kids to play to the whistle and respect the call? Because the call is not going to change. No, they should be listen to the whistle and get themselves back in the position, get themselves ready for the next play. It's not helping your kids to not take personal responsibility for they might've made a foul. Maybe they didn't make a foul, but the ref thought they made a foul. You're not helping your child by yelling about the call and then they don't take personal responsibility for what they did on the field. All right, now let's talk about the referee. Do you think yelling at the referee is helping in any way, shape or form? I mean, it's not going to help your kid because the ref's not going to change their call once they've made the call. But have you ever thought for a second what the impact is on the referee? Have you ever thought for a second how it might impact their willingness or desire to ever referee again? Have you ever thought about the stress, the anxiety that you might be causing in that person? Do you know that the number one reason that refs drop out is because of the abuse they receive? Already, there's 80% turnover within four years here in the U.S. for refs. And the number one reason they drop out is because of the abuse they receive from players, coaches, and from parents. If you don't like the refereeing, shut up. Just please shut up. You're not going to change the call. And just like your kid who's on that field developing, it's probably someone else's kid that's on that field developing as a referee. That is someone's son or daughter. Maybe it's like me, someone's mother or father, a sister or brother. How would you feel if a parent on the sidelines berated your child every time they missed a pass or a shot, had a heavy touch. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine a parent on that sideline screaming at your child because they did something wrong or not up to what their expectation was? Could you imagine that? you imagine the fights that would break out, how offended you would be and upset you'd be? If they yelled at your son or daughter every time they did something that wasn't up to uh, their expectation. My son, my own son, who was a phenomenal referee, you know, every time I refed with him, he always gave me some feedback in a way that I could be better. And I listened to him. He's great. He's been playing for, gosh, over 10 years. He's played hundreds of matches. He's refed hundreds of matches. A phenomenal referee, he decided to hang up his whistle uh, just this year. And it was specifically because the abuse that he was receiving 
and the anxiety that it causes just isn't worth it. It's not worth it. You know, it doesn't pay enough to overcome those negative impacts. It's just not worth it. So the next time you come to a game, here are some things you should say from the sidelines, as opposed to yelling at your kid or yelling at the referee or yelling at someone else's kid, which I also saw not too long ago. Literally, I had parents yelling nasty things. And I've seen this, you know, actually a couple times in the last month where parents are yelling at children on the other team, not even their own kids, their own team. They're yelling nasty, derogatory things at other children. Awful behavior. Had to dismiss a few parents uh, because of that behavior in a game that I was refing. So the next time you come to a game, here's what you should say for the sidelines. Great effort. Stay strong. Good job. We'll get it back. Great save. Great ball. Well done. And regardless if it's on your team or someone else's team, if you see something great, you know, celebrate it. Clap. Tell someone they've done a great job. Regardless if it was on your team or on another team, we're talking about youth sports here. I appreciate, you know, in professionals, yes, we're going to be very biased and certainly we're biased to our own children's team. We want them to do the best they possibly can, but not if it's at the expense of another child and creating a negative environment for another child. We want to create a positive learning environment for everyone, the kids and the referees. If we do that, we're all going to win at the end. Your kids are going to enjoy the game. They're going to get better as a player. They're going to get better as a teammate. They're going to be more resilient. You know, they're going to learn great life skills. The same thing for that referee in the center of the pitch. They will get better. They will develop. They will develop great life skills. We all win when we create a positive environment. Now, one thing also for you to consider, parents, is think about the example that you're setting for your children. If you are yelling about things that you don't like, or you're yelling about something you think might have gone wrong in the game, and you're blaming someone else for it, whether it's other kids on the pitch, the other team, the referee, your children are going to mirror your parents' behavior. Your children are going to mirror your behavior. So if you are yelling at the referee, what do you think your children are going to do? They will also start yelling at the referee. So don't be shocked when your children grows up to be a petulant, you know, disrespectful, disobedient child who blames others for their problems as opposed to taking personal responsibility. You're not helping them. Your children need to concentrate on the game and deal with whatever adversity is in front of them at the time. Maybe you do actually get a quote-unquote bad referee. Someone who's just in it for the paycheck, although like one out of a thousand refs I've met are in it for the paycheck. It doesn't pay that much people. Um, But maybe they're really not passionate about it, and they just referee from the center circle with their hands in the pockets. Again, one out of about a thousand. Okay? What are you going to do about it? You think yelling and creating a toxic environment is going to help your kid play better? No, not at all. They have to deal with it and play on. Most of the time when I've seen a bad ref, it's bad calls both ways. 
you know, referees, we really don't care who wins or loses. We're, we're not looking at our schedule go, oh man, I hope blah, blah, blah team wins today. I'm going to help them do it. Just not the way it works. Life isn't always easy or fair. And I know in my 47 years and everything that I've learned that it's not whether or not I or we are going to face challenges in life. It's how we deal with it that matters. Parents, teach your children to think for themselves. Teach your children to positively respond to challenges and bounce back even when things don't go their way. Taking personal responsibility for one's actions is probably the best lesson you could ever teach your children. For my kids, I'm always telling them, don't let someone else, you know, affect your mood, mood or how you respond. You are your own person. Bad things are going to happen. It's how we respond that matters. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I I wish I could broadcast this message before every youth sporting event. Not that I think it would solve much, but this is the message I wish more people would hear. If you like today's pod, please check out my website and merch at refsneedlove2.com, my TikTok at refsneedlove2.com. I appreciate your support. And as always, I hope your next game is red card free.